Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. Uh, coming up a little bit later on, we got a uh, special guest from the folks that make the uh, Verado outboard engines. Uh, it should be very enlightening. I'm looking forward to it. You know, last week we were talking to the guy from uh, Volvo Penta, and now we're going to find out how, to, how, how these outboards uh, stack up with a special guest here in just a bit. Patrick was nice enough to set that up. Are you excited about this? Are you ready for this, Patrick, or what? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> and then uh, also we got Mike the Mariner. Uh, he is going to just be with us for a few minutes because you are uh, currently cruising in your new vessel as we speak. Is that right, Mike? Yes, you're, sir. We've you're bringing her about, home. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we've been about 65 miles so far. We left Brunswick, Georgia at 720 this morning, and we're approaching downtown Jacksonville right now. All right. Well, so I'll wave hi to Captain Rusty while you uh, cruise by there. So this yeah, is be- your new vessel. You just picked it up, and you're taking it back to your home port in uh, Sanford, right? Is that the plan? Yes, sir. Yeah, we're on our way now. Uh, we're going to spend the night, I think, tonight in Palatka. And, uh, move on. Oh boy! Yeah, Palatka oh boy. is the wait, uh, wait, vacation wait, capital of Florida. Uh, right, right. Okay, why is why is Patrick laughing? What's so special about Palatka? Well, just being nothing. able to say it. No, oh, okay. There's nothing there about Palatka. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. Of why all the what is, places to stop? Well, is it just logistics? Is that it, Mike, yeah. or what? Yeah, okay. just logistics. I mean, there there aren't very many uh, marinas that can accommodate us, and. Yeah, getting down to Renegades is going to take a little too long. So All right, we're going to pull into uh, Palatka. Okay, they they have room for your once again. What is it? Tell everybody, refresh our memories. Oh, it's a Silverton Thirty Nine. Nice. All right. So you you happy with the way it's been cruising so far? I assume so. You look happy. Yeah, it's been yeah, it's been perfect. Uh, yeah. You know, based on you know, it's it's not a speed demon. We're doing about uh, thirteen and a half knots right now. So I'd love to bolt a couple of those Verados on the back of it. Well, okay. Well, we'll see if we can cut you a deal. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's always possible. We'll put in a word. Uh, yeah, to but you guests. didn't. You didn't. You didn't want a speedy boat this time. You wanted more of a cruiser, right? Right. Yeah, we're we're looking for it. Yeah, it's diesel powered, slow yeah. mover, but. You know, we spend a lot of time on it. I mean, just look at them. You can see them on Facebook Live, YouTube, and and, and Twitch, and everything. They were, we're you know, the doing the live looks stream. Brand new. He just looks happy, is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. He <laughs> looks like a happy boat owner. You know, so that first day of purchase has carried over for at least like a full week now, right? So you're still yeah, in, basking in the afterglow of your new purchase. Is that right? Yeah, I'm knocking on wood right now. Nothing is. Uh, we haven't had any squawks. Okay. Been good. Well, yeah. you don't want any surprises, but that's good. But he looks happy, Barry. Are you with me on this? Look at him. No, oh, I, I can see it. He, he's yeah. just smiling from ear to ear. Uh-oh. And, uh oh. Is that a warning bell that just went off? No. What is <laughs> that? No warning me. bells. <laughs> okay. That sounds like uh, that sounds like something's wrong. So I, all of a sudden, I start hearing this noise and racket. Uh, no, but, it's, oh, no. 
No, it's actually been a very beautiful day. When we got to Brunswick yesterday, it was horrible. The weather was terrible, just rain and wind, and we weren't really sure how today was going to go. But we woke up this morning, and the weather was absolutely stunning. Okay, what is that racket, Mike? What is the noise? What is that? Uh, well, I've got two big diesel engines running. That might be it. Okay, might, oh, it, well, it just, just disappeared. It yeah. disappeared. Well, that's weird. Yeah. I don't know, Patrick. Are you playing uh, games? Are you trying to make him look bad, Patrick? Come on, fess no. up. All right, I, no. I do. I do not need to make Mike look bad. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> that hurt. Harsh. I mean, how, how did the boat? How does the boat it look from this position? It looks clean, like a brand new boat. It does. Yeah, it's really clean. You want me to give you a quick tour? Yeah, please. Yeah. Okay. All right. Start with my guest quarters. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, that would be in the poop deck. Hey, quit it. Right, Stop it. Like, can you take the helm? All right. So, yeah, yeah. Put someone on the we'll helm. Be right back. All right. He's going right, to show so, us with his, uh, so this is his the iPhone. Crew. There's the crew. This hey, crew. The crew. How you? How are you? Yeah. Hello, All right. Crew. All right. Have you already decided so we, if you guys get stranded who you're going to eat first to survive? Mike, did you? Uh, <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. So, okay. this, this is the, uh, the after deck, and it's a mess right now because we're just underway and have stuff stacked up yeah that looks nice but, uh, nice and roomy yeah yeah and then um take my shoes off yep take your shoes this off is, you don't want to dirty up oh your man vessel. that's beautiful oh lot. Okay. Oh. so you're down that's, in the uh what, what i mean what do you call that lounge galley the galley yeah, yeah all right. the galley this is this, the uh nice salon. couch salon oh yeah nice yeah, leather nice woodwork on the walls yeah. and on the on the table there Oh, this is and, a nice. Uh, this will be cushy. This is the master suite. Okay, so there's my room. Okay, got it. Uh, like Good, right that. next to the uh, engines. That way you could breathe in all That's that okay. exhaust That's okay. It's plenty big. Yeah, plenty the big. engines, I'm standing over the engines right now. Ah, yeah. see. Ah, fooey. We'll throw, we'll throw <laughs> Barry down there Mike. in the bilge. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, yeah, you got the uh, the front there has the master bedroom, and then the back or the aft. You mean the bow? No, actually, the the master's in the stern. Oh, it's and, in the stern. Uh, okay, the, okay, we're backwards yeah, the guest, the on guest, the video. The guest, the guest room is in the in the bow. Okay, there you go. But uh, you could sleep four people easily, if not more. Uh, six. Yeah. Six. Okay. What well, the couch mm-hmm. in the uh, lounge area breaks out yeah, into turn, a bed. Yeah, it's a fold out couch. Okay. Right. Well, that's assuming yeah. they're all friends, right? Yeah. No, it doesn't. Yeah, you matter. have to you have to like each other. Yeah. yeah, you have to like each other. No, you're on the water on a boat. You have no choice. <laughs> You gotta make right. quick friends. Uh but I, I, then you have a, a full head and shower and the whole thing or a couple mm-hmm. of them. Or yeah, one or two. Two two two, All right. two two uh two staterooms and two two heads. This there is. you go. And this thing oh, is what powered. Are those bridges? Well, it's Jacksonville, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, one of them is I ninety five. Okay. Wow. All right. Well, like I said, wave to Captain uh, Rusty, who's at Jacksonville Marine. Hey, yeah, maybe you could stop by there and get some lunch or something from him. We'll be passing him (laughs) in about uh, an hour and a half. Oh, he's still got a ways to go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, feel free to sponge off of him, trying to hit him up for something. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, just don't tell him you know us. That won't help. Right. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Well, that that looks great, Mike. I'm very happy for you. We kid. We joke around a lot. But, uh, I mean, you do. You look like a happy person right now. You're smiling. Even more than you usually do. He's generally a, a pretty upbeat guy, regardless. <laughs> but I, I, I mean, do you feel it? Do you really like? Hey, I got my boat. I feel yeah. complete again. That's the kind yeah. of expression well, I'm getting from you. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I mean, right. that's that's what it's all about. Right? Okay. And, and what do you have power in this thing? 
this 39? It's uh, twin, twin uh, Cummins uh, 5.9. Um, they're uh, the 6 BTA. Yeah. So they're not the QSMs. They're the previous generation with the uh, mechanical fuel injectors. Okay. But the, you got plenty of juice behind that thing for your liking, sounds like. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, for what I want, that's certainly not going to win any races yeah. unless I'm racing a sailboat. Right. <laughs> so we're going to get some photos of the engine room after you've polished everything up, correct? Sure. All right. All right. Here, it's a little loud for me to show it to you right now. Yeah. No, well, no, 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 no. That's, that's okay. fine. <laughs> well, I appreciate hey, Mike, it. Hey, Mike, what, what transmissions did they couple with the engines? Those are the, um, the, they are the velvet drives. Okay. Hmm. Yep. Velvet drives, yes. like a velvet Elvis kind of engine no, transmission no, thing. No, no, okay. just, just wonder. No. All right, <laughs> they're soft and smooth. That's they what are. it refers to. They are, you, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they are soft and smooth. But uh, yeah. and, and what do you what do you what do you spin in for props? I don't remember the size and pitch, uh, but I have them in the specifications. I okay. have a book that go. thick, well, but they're. Uh, they were uh, reconditioned and installed uh, a couple of months ago. All right. So they're when, fresh. You, when you when you get down to Sanford, I know when you sold your previous boat, did you uh, pair up your slip with the boat? Yes, actually, uh, the boat I sold is in the slip I used to have, and I'm going to be right behind him. <laughs> so you get to see your ex. <laughs> okay. No, his ex yeah. boat gets to see his new his boat. New boat. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, we're gonna be right behind uh, the old boat. So. Uh, and, and what about a name? Yeah, that's the uh, big, we big have, question. We, we have one picked out. Yeah, and uh, are you willing to share? No, he can't do it. He can't do it until he puts it on the boat. Yeah. Until we pay homage to Poseidon, we can't tell you. Okay, yeah. but but you do have it <laughs> nailed down. You know what you're gonna call yeah. your new vessel. Yeah, right, so right you, now, right now she's called Huckleberry, but uh, that's going to be. But you're going to change it. D- to, don't call it Old Greg. Yeah, well, if it, right <laughs> now it's Huckleberry, and and then Huckleberry. next week it'll be Finn, I guess. Right. <laughs> right. I, I, I don't want to change the name. Huckleberry. Right. Maybe not. All right. Yeah. Well, good stuff. Send us some pictures of the exterior. You know, obviously he's on it, so he just had to show us the interior. But that looks nice. It looks like a great uh, floating uh, studio for the World of Boating Radio Show. We can do that. Okay. Yeah, you heard it here first. All right. So uh, coming up, we got uh, Jeff from Verado. We're going to learn a lot about those engines and much, much more today on the World of Boating. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK seven resin to their exclusive power claw latches nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear plus nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market the company has been around for over 15 years but it's new to the u.s so we've made a small number of nano cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scuba radio.com go there now and check out nanook 
the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast Arr, why buy a house when he can buy a houseboat yeah don't forget to check out the galley that's real shag carpeting Baby, back her down the rain and don't jackknife it. Let's see how many people we can fit inside. I think we got half of the town invited for some beer on a boat on a Saturday. A few good friends just floating away. The world looks better through a cool pair of shades with some beer on a boat on a Saturday. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, buried a boater, and we've uh, we have had Mike uh, the Mariner tap out and bring in our special guest, guest uh, Jeff Becker from Mercury Marine. He's going to tell us about the Verado outboards, among other things. Jeff, welcome to the World of Boating. How are you, buddy? Thank you for having me. I'm doing well. Yes. I had a, a good, good chance to uh, be down in Florida for a couple weeks and, and launch the new 7.6 liter Verado, and now I'm back home in uh, in Wisconsin, just outside of our uh, world headquarters in Fond du Lac. There you go, and I assume you're cryogenically preserved. <laughs> and, uh, That's right. Temperatures up there, so glad I'm not you. But regardless, we're glad you're joining us today here on the World of Boating. Patrick, uh, take the lead. Where do you want to go with this? Yeah, I just want to say, Jeff. I mean, what a whirlwind couple of weeks you guys have had. Um, we talked uh, maybe about the whole show last Saturday about the v12 uh that uh, mercury marine uh unveiled on i believe it was on the 11th of this month um i i just gotta say uh before i get to the questions well done um absolutely uh amazing astounding the innovation which of course we want to talk about um the the space saving designs the two-speed transmission the duo prop or twin prop sorry twin prop um you know all in this this package that you know from a marine manufacturer's standpoint there's some competitors out there uh, of mercury marine that don't have quite the horsepower um way more than this than the v12 
Um, and some applications where manufacturers are relying on triple, say, 425s, going to be able to supplant that with two of these. So why don't you take us through a little bit of when Mercury Marine started, uh, when did this hit the drawing board? Absolutely. So we officially kicked off the, the program to develop a high horsepower outboard engine uh, in February of 2016. So it was just about basically exactly five years uh, of development that we went through. And, you know, as, as we do with, with every uh, engine program or other program that we do at Mercury, we start everything with, with the extensive market research. Uh, so we did about a year uh, of market research, really un- trying to understand what, you know, boat owners, you know, outboard boat owners really want. Because as, as we've seen the trends, and I think everybody has seen, the outboard boats are continuing to get bigger. A number of manufacturers are introducing outboard power that, you know, ten, five, ten years ago, we never thought would be outboard powered. So we really, you know, reached out to a lot of these manufacturers, a lot of these boat owners, really trying to understand what they were looking for, um, you know, from an outboard propulsion standpoint and really an overall boat package standpoint. And we took a lot of those findings uh, and, and, you know, started to develop uh, the, the 7.6 liter 600 horsepower engine. Um, you know, throughout the program, our, our first engines that we put on the water uh, were in the summer of 2018. Uh, so we've been running running engines either up in Wisconsin uh, or out of our test facilities in Florida for about two and a half years. Uh, and now we finally got a chance to launch to the public uh, last week. Now, you know, when when the uh, Verado first came out, the first generation, I happened to be out at Lake X back when uh, Mercury still had uh, that was still owned by. Um, and happened to be fortunate enough to be able to get a ride. I was out there for for something completely different. They were out doing some testing, and I was amazed at the first generation and what you guys have done with the increase in the size. Um, the innovation, one question I have is, what led Mercury Marine to a fixed power head and gear case, or transmission, if you will, versus... Was it a space-saving design, be able to get engines closer together, or was something else that drove that? Yeah, it really was. You know, when what we learned out of our market research was, you know, customers wanted the high horsepower because, you know, depending on the boat application, they they still wanted to be able to reduce the number of engines on the back of their boat. And, you know, especially for those customers coming from a diesel uh, pod or in, inboard application, you know, they wanted as much transmit space as possible. So being able to uh, mount the engines as close together as possible was really important. And, you know, the steerable gear case design allows us to, to, to have our 27 inch center to center spacing um, by not having to account for a steering angle up in the power head or in the midsection. You know, we can, we can account for all that with the steerable gear case um, and, and have a, a 27 inch center spacing, which is an inch wider uh, than what we have on our 450 and below portfolio, uh, but still, um, you know, tighter spacing than any of our high horsepower competitors. Now, with the, with the twin prop, was that something that was basically borrowed from the Bravo Three, or was that a whole new lower unit that was designed for the outboard application? Yeah, it is. It is a completely new design. Um, obviously, we we've, we've used uh, the contra rotating propeller design for a long time in our Bravo Three applications, but this is a completely new gear case. Completely new line of propellers. Uh, it's a 6.4 inch torpedo, um, so, so uh, big, big torpedo. It's about an inch larger than what's on our our Verado uh, line today. Um, and then the blade area of that dual prop is what really gets us that performance, so the acceleration, the fuel economy, and the overall performance and and thrust uh, around the dock and joystick applications. And now we're uh, is that 
package, is it strictly going to be a regular steering and joystick, or is joystick going to be an option with that particular package? I mean, on a, uh, a multiple engine offering? Yeah, so joystick is still an option, um, but but we expect a, a high percentage of boats to take the joystick. Um, and the other kind of benefit of this engine, especially with joystick, is that all your steering components are mounted on engine under cowl. So the entire steering system is is located under cowl. So it simplifies uh, any installation, simplifies any sort of joystick outing installation as well. So it's all, it's all fly by wire then. Correct. There's a so the steering is still electro hydraulic. Okay. So it's the same hydraulic pump that we have on our uh, Verado platform today, but everything mounted on engine. So everything coming out of the engine uh, into the boat is all fly by wire. And uh, some of the stuff I was reading where you guys that you've got uh, basically engine indicators uh, on the display because we're the, the the getting used to looking backwards and not being able to see you know the the engine cowlings turn is going to be a little disorienting uh won't take a whole lot to get used to especially with the display and that's something that is going to be standard on that package as well correct yeah our our vessel view display has a rudder angle indicator and that was another one of those things that really came out of our our uh, research and our voice to customers we you know got into the steerable gear case and the fact that your outboards remain static you know for customers who are used to outboard uh, and used to seeing looking back and seeing which way your outboards are turned um you know it was going to take them a while to get used to the two weeks you know that we've had down at lake x you know customers really as, as they turn and look back they really get used to it pretty quickly um and i think you know from an overall um handling and and uh joystick docking perspective it's actually a lot simpler you know i like it we got more with jeff from mercury marine next on the world of boating you're listening to the world of boating radio network This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, and our special guest, Jeff Becker from Mercury Marine. He's the category manager for the big, big engines like the Verado V12, 600 horsepower. By the way, I, I got to ask just for personal uh, reasons here, Jeff. Is, it, is, is this just the sign of the times? It's always going to be bigger uh, and trying to get bigger and smaller in these type of outboards. Am I right or what? What do you think? Yeah, it, it, you know, we've certainly seen a lot of advancement. You know, Mercury continues to push the envelope, you know, with the introduction of our uh, 450R and now the 600. So we're, we're excited with everything that's out there and, and we expect, uh, obviously, m- more to come over the next uh, few years. That's right. You, they you always a, go up to 11, by the way. So there's always <laughs> one more that you got to add. All right, Patrick. You, you guys have a detuned version of this for commercial applications, correct? Correct. Yeah, that's, our, that's what I was going to ask about. Yeah, a lot of our commercial uh, applications internationally uh, will see benefits. So we have a 500 horsepower C Pro version. Uh, we we launched the C Pro four stroke line uh, within the last few years, really targeted for those commercial applications. Um, you know, a lot of the the passenger ferries and and uh, operations, fishing operations, and things around the world. Nice. So so then, what are the differences there? Because it seems like they're both the same engine. Uh, did you just detune it, or is it there's certain heavier duty parts because it's running more often than uh, a personal craft? Yeah, so so the key difference is is the uh, the calibration and the horsepower rating. Um, you know, one of the one of the big benefits that, that the the 600 Verado got in this program is that we had 
designed the engine and really developed everything from the start uh, to, to be able to handle those commercial applications. And we had that, uh, that those applications in mind when we kicked the project off versus, you know, taking an engine and then detuning it and trying to make it commercial. So, you know, from a reliability and durability standpoint, the 600 Verado is going to be extremely reliable, extremely durable. And then the 500 C Pro really, you know, will help uh, to further that reliability for those commercial applications. So a consumer that buys this uh, Verado, the 600 horsepower one, is essentially getting the same animal as the 500 uh, C Pro. It has all that durability to make it last longer, so your investment goes further along. And you got to love that. So uh, look, we got to take a quick break. We'll be back with Jeff from Mercury Marine next, right here on the World of Boating. Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Yo ho, Mr. Pirate! What will we do with a drunken sailor? What will we do with a drunken sailor? What will we do with a drunken sailor? And a light in the morning. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, and our special guest, Jeff Beck. He's no relation to the guitar player, right? Jeff Just, Becker. Uh, Correct. All right, because it's Becker, not Beck. But you'd like to no, be. There, when you like Jeff some Beck. of that money, Jeff, come on, let's be real, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, no, he's making enough selling these Verados for Mercury and Marine probably already. But uh, he is our special guest today talking about the V12. And, um, you know, it's an impressive machine. And it has definitely, Patrick, kind of set the industry uh, standard, a new standard, you think, or what? Uh, it, it I, I don't know that it's set a standard. It's just I, from what I've heard, uh, especially from uh, some of my team that were out there, it's, it's basically blown everybody away i mean it literally physically um it's just there's so much that they packed into this and when you know jeff when you were talking about you know five years in development i mean as quick as technology advances and even maybe more so in the marine industry the foresight to see where this was going and to be able to unveil this and we have talked in the past uh on the show about uh that the increase in outboards and seeing them on boats that you know normally maybe five years ago you wouldn't have thought would ever be powered with outboard engines and you know i'm talking you know 42 45 foot sport cruisers not just the center console market um uh, you know greg to your question i mean just absolutely it is amazing everything from the maintenance aspect, you know, uh, I think it's 200 hours before the first maintenance, 1,000 hours before that cowling. The main cowling would even come off the access for all your uh, maintenance points there. But what really got me, and Barry, I don't know if you have this on your questions, is this is the first outboard two-speed transmission. Yes, I do. So a little uh, bit about that, if you would. But that, yeah, that's not a question. Barry, no, so. no, but not that that was on that was my list of things is um, you know as, as a person who took marine mechanics in high school and mm-hmm. auto mechanics afterwards, uh, when I think of an automatic transmission, I'm thinking of something with clutch packs. And without giving away any secret proprietary information, 
I'm assuming there's something like that down in there uh, between the power head and the lower unit. Jeff, it's magic. Be honest, right? <laughs> Correct. No, yeah. So it's uh, so when we you know came out of our market research, you know a lot of the boaters we talked to, you know they were coming into larger boats. Acceleration and overall performance was really important to them. Getting that bow back down, getting the boat on plane, you know, from a safety aspect. So we knew. You know, as we got into higher horsepower, we really had to target acceleration. Um, so, so we partnered with uh, the leading transmission man- manufacturer in the marine industry, uh, ZEF, uh, to co-develop a two-speed transmission. So this transmission is exclusive uh, to, to the 600 or the 7.6 liter Verado family. So both the 500 C Pro and the 600 Verado have the two-speed transmission, um, and and it is a fully hydraulic transmission uh, designed to you know provide that acceleration that boaters are looking for. But also provide that cruise speed and that top speed accelerate or that uh, you know, overall performance that these customers want. Uh, so first gear really is all about acceleration. Uh, it's a 2.9, 7 to one gear ratio. The boat accelerates. Every boat uh, is different. Uh, so so the the engine shifts based on load, uh, time, and overall kind of RPM and speed. Um, engine shift into second gear, which is a two and a half to one gear ratio. Uh, and continues on into kind of cruise and wide open throttle. Uh, so, so really, you know, a lot of technology, a lot of uh, effort into both from both the ZF team uh, and the Mercury team to really co-develop this this package uh, and provide you know the boaters that overall experience. The other big benefit uh, of the transmission is that conventional uh, forward and reverse shifting happens in there as well. So it completely eliminates the shift clunk uh, that that a lot of boaters have oh, have come to be okay. used to. Um, mm-hmm. in slow speed or joystick application. So when joysticking, completely smooth, uh, no no shifting, combined with the steerable gear case and the engine staying static, uh, just a very refined, uh, smooth experience for these boaters. It's yeah, like the- playing a game of gon- uh, Donkey Kong on your boat. I love it. See, I'll, I'd fit right in. I like this. Yeah. Barry, what do you think? Now, I was going to say, so you, I remember when I was in school, the shift mechanism was down in the torpedo. From folks, so you don't even have that in. You just had a set of plan of gears in there, and that's it. So that's Correct. essentially yeah, a bulletproof area now. Yep. Yeah. Everything is moved up into the transmission. Wow. You gotta love it. Yeah. yeah and with less moving parts and, means less maintenance, and kind of goes back to the fact that you can go so far between, uh, you know, maintenance type things, right, Jeff? I assume. Correct. Yeah. And then that was the other piece from the research. You know, we wanted extended maintenance intervals. Uh, so these boaters can, you know, go farther, make it easier. So everything was designed uh, for those 200 and 1,000 hour maintenance intervals. So everything at 200 hours is accessible through the, the top call service hood uh, with the boat in the water. You know, you can, you know, we had six boats at Lake X. You know, we could have walked onto the back of the boat and done the maintenance on all those boats while the boats were sitting there in the basin uh, for their 200 hour service. At 1,000 hours, uh, the expectation is the boat will be out of the water. Uh, so the top cowl comes off at that point. You know, you replace spark plugs, uh, replace your water pump, impeller, things like that. Um, but everything up through a thousand hours is done through the top cowl service hood. Now I gotta, I gotta ask at the thousand hour mark. I mean, when we talk about the average recreational boater, thousand hours is a long, could be a long period of time. <laughs> be, uh, is I, is years. is there a a thousand hours or five years or is it thousand hours correct yeah it's a thousand hours or five years okay so the zf you were talking about as soon as you said zf 
they're a bit. Is this the same big company that makes all these eight and nine speed transmissions for hot upper end cars and all that? Uh, I believe so. So I know they also make transmissions for inboard, uh, inboard yeah. marine applications and things like that. So they yeah, are. Th- these uh, are the high end uh, transmission people. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Z, yeah. I'm familiar. I've, I've I've been in and around the ZF transmissions on the inboard applications, and you know you've got manufacturers now that have design boats for inboard applications or for uh, your competitors' uh, pod drive system, where now they're looking at, wow, we got a we have a boat that basically with whether it's V drive, straight shaft, or uh, pod drives runs a certain way. I mean, the boat runs the way it runs. You can only affect the angle of the way the boat's running by using trim tabs, and that's only to counter weight, wind, wave, sea conditions. So now you enabling manufacturers with present product that they have, if they want to reconfigure, they can get these boats up on plane and trimmed out, increase the performance of the boat, complete, com, uh, increase the fuel efficiency. What's been the feedback from manufacturers? Yeah, I think I think manufacturers are really excited. You know, a lot of those traditional diesel. Um, you know, whether it be pod or, or shaft drive applications, they've also seen those that what's happening in the market, right? Consumers moving either to a center console because they want outboard or moving to a you know potential competitor that has an outboard model. Um, so, so they're starting to look at you know what they can do uh, to get outboard in their portfolio. In some of these larger applications, they wanted to have as few of engines on the back as possible. So the 600 Verado really provides them. Um, you know, that sort of application, uh, a couple of those, you know, brands that we had that are in that, you know, kind of a sport yacht or large, um, sport, uh, runabout category down at Lake X, you know, we had a C-Ray, uh, 400 SLX outboard with twin 600s on it. Uh, we had a Tierra, a 48 LS. So that's a brand new model from them, uh, designed around the 600, uh, with triple 600s on it. And then we had the formula, uh, 500 SSC, uh, which is a, you know, 53 foot overall by 50,000 pound boat. Uh, with quad 600s on it uh, that that ran about 70 miles an hour, which you know in that segment uh, is, is pretty amazing. <laughs> that flies. Mm-hmm. So the the engines in production available. Uh, so they will start to ship uh, to our OEM partners in Q2. Q2, okay. And uh, by the way, uh, we were supposed to get a free one for Mike the Mariner <laughs> uh, for his new boat. <laughs> well, I, t- I tell you oh, what, Greg, only you, one. Yeah. You, only, you, well, you, I don't you, know. Does he need more than one, Patrick? No, what do you think? He he would need two. <laughs> two. You, okay. You, you, you kind you kind of joked about that earlier, but I guarantee you, if Mike had the opportunity oh, to, take the, to take those Cummins diesels out, yeah. and right. go with the go with these outboards, and now he he's got a boat that can actually get be trimmed out and get more of the boat up out of the water. Uh, less friction, mm-hmm. uh, greater fuel efficiency, greater performance. Yeah, he'd probably jump at it. Okay, and and yeah. by the way, Jeff, since it's two that we need for Mike, I'm willing to throw in a, a world of boating shirt and a hat. So, <laughs> now, you could, <laughs> but Patrick, that's all I got. That's all I, got. I was. I was reading more about this. The electrical system. Each engine has a 150 amp alternator on it. It's more power than you'll get. From a Honda Ridgeline pickup truck. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, which is Greg's truck of choice. <laughs> yeah. Which we barely call a truck. Hopefully, you don't have one, Jeff. Oh, um, but I, I do want to. I mean, that's a great point, Barry and Jeff. A little bit about that, as we've seen the increase in devices on boats. Everything is being more reliant upon battery power and the engines to be able to supply that. A little bit about that when we come back from our break. There you go. Right here on the World of Boating. Stay close. 
listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Hey, what's going on out there? There's a boat. Whoa. Is anybody on it? Yeah, some hairy guy. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's got company. Oh, farts. Floating down the river, sailing on the sea, cruising on the ocean. Boats are for me. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, and our special guest from Mercury Marine, Jeff Becker. Uh, he is uh, telling us about the V12 Verado, which, by the way, you can just go to MercuryMarine.com and just search on Verado or just look for outboard engines and be right there, I assume, Jeff, or what? What do you think? Correct, yeah. And then with the launch, there's there's a lot of coverage, a lot of video uh, from down at Lake X if you want to see them in action all over the Internet. So. Yeah, where is Lake uh, X? Come on. I can't tell you. Come on. Tell you. Good, good, no. good. I, I figured he, if I just ask him, he might let it slip. But uh, no such it, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 been a, it's been a big secret for a long time, but it's it's become more popular, and you can actually put it in Google Maps, and it'll pull it up. So oh. it's just just southeast of Orlando, uh, just just outside of St. Cloud. Well, there you go. How about that? See, we did get it out of a Patrick. Yeah, well, you know, back <laughs> back when back when I was 
I made about maybe half a dozen visits there. It was, you can't tell anybody you were here, you know, don't, don't, don't look at anything. We got to blindfold you, you know, mm-hmm. that type of thing. Yeah. They inject a uh, tracker in your arm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Jeff, before the break, we were talking about uh, the size of the alternator on this. And again, uh, something that I think you know, Mercury Marine seem to be certainly looking forward on. We know with the, the advent of more electronics, you got bow thrusters, you got sea keepers, uh, you know, uh, all the, everything that's really driven by battery power. And we know a lot of manufacturers uh, going to VSRs. You know, once you drop below nine and a half volts, that VSR locks you out. And, you know, you can't get back to a full charge. You guys seem to be right on top of it with these alternators. Yeah, so the, the new 7.6-liter Verado has a 150-amp alternator, uh, which is market-leading for outboard. Uh, the next highest is, is our uh, V8 300 with 115-amp. Uh, so really getting that power back into the boat. Uh, the other thing that the the 7.6 liter includes, which you know we started to introduce with some of our uh, other platforms as well, is is a strategy called the idle charge strategy. Uh, so what the engine does is it it's constantly monitoring battery battery voltage, and if it notices low battery voltage, it will automatically increase your engine RPM at idle uh, oh, in increments cool. of 25 to put more power back into the boat. Uh, so really, again, just to just to help these boaters out. Uh, as we continue to see more and more electronics uh, and, and make sure that, you know, they have, uh, they're able to get home safely if they're out uh, offshore. Uh, Barry, it seemed like you liked that one. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Because, you know, if, well, I guess it wouldn't be so great if you're driving along or, or you're, you're trolling or something like that, because it would start to increase your speed. But if you're sitting at anchor and you want to just keep the batteries charged up a little bit, let, let it idle for a while, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, what happens is, you know, with Seakeeper, with their their 12-volt system, and you've got your anchor power winches, you've got bow thrusters, things that you're using when the boat is, you know, running, but it's in neutral. But the battery draw is so great right, uh, on those systems that this will compensate. And, and that's... If, yeah, and if you have two of them on there, that's uh, 300 amps of power that you could draw from. A lot of juice. Yeah. yeah. So you were talking about, you know... I, I, I still haven't gotten the idea of joystick driving a boat yet. <laughs> I'm used to having a wheel where I could feel, you know, the engine kick back and all that stuff. When you're in a joystick, can you over? I mean, if you don't have you don't have the feedback, I guess it's a learning curve you need to use with this. Yeah, and our, our joystick system has been out for a number of years. You know, I think I think it's it's made uh, boating more. Uh, accessible and a little less maybe challenging for some newer boaters. Yeah. How how are you at um, you know, Pac-Man, and- Barry, by the way? <laughs> it, it's the same theory. It's the same thing. I think I got an advantage over Barry when it comes well, to that's, that. Well, I mean, it's the same thing as when you play a race car video game versus driving an actual race car. Mm-hmm. That feedback is different. But I, I know they use it on aircraft now and all that. And I know on this particular model of engine, you have a 45-degree ability to turn that that lower unit not even the lower unit but the bullet 45 degrees versus a shorter amount of turn uh ratio on on a regular engine which allows you to almost turn it go go sideways now into a dock correct yeah and and what we've you know we've seen with a lot of the authority even on our you know our 400s and 450s they've been able to 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 translate a boat sideways but really you know with with you know, outboard going on larger and larger boats, that 45 degree steering angle will be really important uh, to get that authority and really move those boats. You know, you can see, you know, again, kind of back to our launch partners that we had at Lake X, um, you know, the the 50 foot formula, 
um, had quad 600s, and you know they were able to turn that boat on a dime in the basin without a bow thruster. That's amazing. And if, and if you had a bow thruster, it would be like one of those cruise ships that come in the dock. You just pull up to it, and you turn the engine, you turn the bow thruster, you go in sideways. Correct. Right. Yeah, but you know, the thing with bow thrusters is they're noisy, and everybody knows you're using it, and then you look like a, yeah, you don't want to be that guy. Just, oh, I have no problem being that. Yeah, guy. I want to be that down, guy. <laughs> under the, down to the joystick and and Barry joy, joystick as far as for close quarter maneuvering, you know whether uh, the ones that are out there on the market. Uh, I've been through the wide range, in, including uh, when we were doing uh, the Zeus uh, Merc Zeus pod drives on one of our yachts. Um, really kind of intuitive. I mean, you get the hang of it really quick. And it's it's amazing how quickly you it just becomes it's just a deft touch you know to to your right to maneuver the boat on these close quarter situations and having yeah. bought in fifty threes by myself I mean it's it's just I never thought I'd really miss the day of split controls you know two shift two throttle but you know there, there you it go is. Captain Patrick's old dog learning new tricks uh, Barry hey. the boater is just old. And, uh, not really in tune with the what the kids are doing these days. See, I, I'm just I want my big wheel. Yeah. The old school. That's fine. Jeff, thank Jeff. you so much. MercuryMarine.com. Check it out. We'll wrap it up there for this week of the big show. Till next time. Remember, whether it's sail or motor, life is better as a boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.